Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm actually nervous that we're trying to start for the first time, I think, ever. Do you know what I mean? Well, what do we normally do? Just talk. Yeah. That's it. That's what starting is, isn't it? It's okay. just talking. Well, we, we, we did all we did all meet up, didn't we? We all gigged together this week. Yes, yes, yes. We did. We went to Birmingham. I mean, when this podcast comes out, uh, that was a while ago. Where, guess what? Yeah, so we, yeah, we tend to talk in gonna, the present. <laughs> what do we do? Talk about what's happening in the f- next week. <laughs> I just want to contextualise it for the people that are listening to it that went to Birmingham going, well, that was not last week. (laughs) (laughs) That was three weeks ago. Because they're all going to know that the jig is up. You guys are lying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing Kai. Charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. But yes, we were all together in the room, and then um, Alison and I have been away together again uh, yeah. on on a on a little mini break together. God, I forgot that was it's all a... in the same week. That that was in the it same week. Of, yes, it was in the same week because at the beginning oh, of the week you're in Birmingham, and then at the end of the week we were in Leicester and Sheffield. Well, the Sheffield kind of went into the, into this week. But uh, anyway, that's, let's not get into Let's not be pedantic. What is happening with time? It's just, it's going so fast. All right, sorry, sidetrack. But I we know. stayed in a very nice hotel. Jen splashed out, <gasps> didn't you, Jen? I did. I, I, I put Maureen up in the grand in Birmingham because that's yeah. the kind of friend I am. She told me you really enjoyed it. What did you enjoy most about it, Maureen? You got a free chocolate bar. A full what did size I tell you? chocolate bar. What did I tell you? So I said to Alison, Alison said to me, so did Maureen enjoy her stay at the hotel? I said, she really did. She really did. And I think the thing that she enjoyed the most, bearing in mind that we're staying in a very expensive hotel, was that she got a free chocolate bar. So she could have been in a travel lodge. <laughs> but if you'd have stuck a dairy milk in there, oh my days. Shut up. Is that a it Maureen would have been fact. like a pig in poo. Yeah, I, it was a very nice hotel. Uh, Chloe didn't think I'd notice. I did notice. Had a lovely bar, but unfortunately, by the time we got back, the bar was closed, so we didn't get to oh. enjoy oh, the bar. We didn't get to sit in. We were going to. We, Warren was going to have a pina colada, and I was going to have uh, an old gentleman. Maureen calls an old gentleman, but it's actually not. It's an old fashioned. Old fashioned. Um, <laughs> I've said to her time and time again, I don't want an old gentleman. Please don't order an old gentleman for me at the bar, and my friend will have an old gentleman. <laughs> You know, there's always a couple at the bar propping it up, like thinking, what? I think uh, I'm in luck with that leather in the corner. Um, Well, I'm 50% right, aren't I? Because, you know, the old bit's right. Yeah. Well, that's it. You're only ever 50% right about anything more. (laughs) You've been existing. Whenever whenever Maureen says anything, just go, half of that is correct. By the way, uh, Jen's already seen this, but Alison, I'm doing some knitting. Got a new knitting. And look at this. It's really great for a podcast. But I'm doing this kind of mock cable stitch. Oh. So complicated. Maureen showed me the pattern. I, I, my brain shut, <laughs> shut down. I said to her, "This looks like some sort of insane algebraic equation," uh, and I'm, I can't, I, I, I honestly, Alison, I, I couldn't 
fathom it. Your other one was all lacy. It looked really fancy, the one you just did recently. That yeah, you- yeah that, that was lacy. I mean, again, this yeah. is a podcast. What are we doing? Look at that, <laughs> she said in visual medium. This is why I should be on our Patreon, and then you can get to see my knitting. God, we're, oh, not, well, we're not even on YouTube, guys, and we're fucking giving a look at that. Look no, but at I'm, that, I've impressed really. myself. I had, to, I had to go to YouTube to find out how to do that stitch. I've never done that stitch before. It's a TW3, in case you were wondering. Oh, TW3. thank God you told me. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> TW3. Do you remember TWA? That was a, an airline back in the day. Do you remember? TWA, you're going to like us. TWA. Along with Pan Am. Pan Am. Yes, well, we don't speak of Pan Am post Lockerbie. Um, but yes, these are, we used to have an advert for Air Canada, Alison. Did you? Maureen, do you remember this advert? No, It went like this. Air Canada, you won't want to get off. Do you remember that? (laughs) Anyone remember that? WTB listeners who are about my age or older, do you remember the Air Canada advert? There'd be a guy and he would be on the plane and then all these really hot Canadian, (laughs) you know, flight attendants would be like, I think you've got to get off and it's like air canada you won't want to get off because he's having <laughs> such a fun time on the airplane as we all do you know oh. he wasn't flying economy absolutely was not <laughs> he had his feet up for a start i mean come on no read the room guy anyway you can google that i'm sure it's on youtube so i'm to gonna find that as well as the twa isn't it these adverts are decades old old it's like and Cadbury's chocolate, you know, flake. Stuck in my head. Advert. Oh, well, that was Miriam, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, what was the other one? A fruit and nutcase. Everyone's a fruit and nutcase. Everyone's and a fruit and nutcase. And we, I was at in Moscow watching the Bolshoi, and that, of course, and the, as you do, and that music because it's a classical music. I think it's Tchaikovsky. I might be wrong, but anyway, it it's came from up, the Nutcracker, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like Tchaikovsky then, and it came up, and all the British students stopped. This is at the Bolshoi, so was singing. Everyone's a fruit. <laughs> I mean, shocking. <laughs> Tchaikovsky plays and everyone's singing Everyone's a Fruit and Nutcase. <laughs> only the Brits, only the Brits. Dear, oh dear. Absolute Philistines. Um, anyway, sorry, that was that we got completely sidetracked by uh, adverts from the 1980s that only appeared in the UK. That even, I was going to say, because it even also Maureen. sounds to me like you could be making them up right now and I wouldn't no. know. Yeah. No, no, no. Do you know what's a really good one? And I'm going to send you, Alice, in the link. It's for a Berlitz thing and it's the German Coast Guard and there's a ship sinking and so they do mayday mayday sinking we're sinking we're sinking and the german coast guard goes what are you thinking about very good very good i mean there's people in rooms coming out of this shit and that's a really good answer i'm what are you, that right now what are you thinking about <laughs> do you know what i i why is that i, I why is that I mean, I think I've sent you the Maybe link you to it. Maybe you sent it to me. Funny. You must have that it to quite me. tickled me. Yeah, that it, it's is. It's really funny. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <sighs> well, that is what advertising is supposed to do. It's like supposed to get in your ear and stay there. It's like the Leonard then... Rossiter and uh, Joan Collins. Cinzano. Cinzano. Ooh, Cinzano. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Cinzano. That will mean nothing to you. Uh, also, you can't see my facial expressions, which were very accurate. If, uh, <laughs> Wouldn't you agree, Maureen? Yes, Oof. perfect, Jen. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> We've gone down an 80s wormhole that absolutely no one is interested in. For all our Gen Z listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all two of them. What is Gen Z, by the way? What, what age is oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I think it's like... People in their twenties, isn't it? Are Gen Z? Am no, I right? Isn't Gen X? Isn't G- okay. Wait, Gen I'm X. I'm Gen X. Are you You're Gen, Gen X? X? Yeah, I'm Gen X. Gen and X then... is up until 1970. It's like 1960 something or 50 something to 1970 something. 76 or 77. I think it goes up to 77 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or 78. Yeah. Because um, and then from 79 onwards, you're a millennial. But isn't that what Gen Z is? Isn't Gen Z in between Gen X and Millennial? Am I not? Am I no, not? Gen Z is after ah, Millennial ah. because it's X Y Z. Yeah. Well, mille- Millennial is the Y, and the the Gen Z is the is the Z. Yeah. And then my boys are A Gen A. Oh, we're starting again. We're starting again. Apparently, I don't think we went right at the beginning of the alphabet. No, we didn't. <laughs> it just went boom of Gen X Millennials <laughs> Gen Z Gen A. We didn't think it through. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
uh, anyway, again, sidetrack, sidetrack. How? Let's let's. Um, uh, Maureen, how's your week been? We haven't even asked <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, tell us how about your. You? In, tell us in depth about. Look at. This look is at very... Alex. Alex is like this has gone on for too Pick long. Pick this Move up. It. Are you Pick guys really going to talk about the week <laughs> now? <laughs> is it? It's too late to go into the week. Yeah, because no, 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 like... we talked ten minutes. <laughs> Just make it quick. I feel we like could do... we spent a long time on uh, uh, TWA. Adverts. We could do fast. Let's do fast weeks. Do you know, okay, this is a thing that really only comes to understand. Well, it's not only comes to understand. Did a gig on the uh, Thursday, and it's a gig that me and Jen don't like, but Alison likes. We won't talk about it on air. <laughs> where you, me and Jen perform, and you feel like, sorry, I, these are jokes. You're meant to laugh at punchline. Mm. Anyway, it's very hard work. And then on the Friday, I did a gig where, honestly, I could have said the sky is blue. And they would have been in utter hysterics. It just Brilliant. goes to show. It was, it was amazing, and you're just like it's so you know the same set more or less, more or less of the same order, and it's such a different different reaction. That is wow. the joy of stand up. Yes, yeah. it is the joy of stand up. Uh, I phoned up Maureen to tell her about death oh, yes. I had on Saturday. Literally could have heard a pin drop. I did, <laughs> I did a show in North London. It was quite honestly, and I, I've been on tour, so I haven't really been doing many gigs outside of that. Uh, and I think I'd become deluded in thinking I was good at stand-up comedy. But anyway, um, <laughs> that gig proved to me, uh, no, Jen, uh, you need a little bit of extra work there. But it's quite funny when people just don't like what you do or don't get it. They just don't get it. They're like, I don't get what you do and it doesn't, uh, it's not for me. And it doesn't really matter what you do. Uh, they're going to uh, stare at you blankly and blink, you know, every 30 seconds. Yeah, I knew it was bad, Alison, because Jen was probably on the phone for like ten minutes before I could get a word in, which is almost impossible. Because she I mean, was. That is not even that true. That is true, mm. Jen. You <laughs> that is Maureen, true. That isn't true because I didn't even have that much to say about it. You were asking me loads of questions. I didn't. I just said I had a really bad gig, and you said where was it? And I said North London, predominantly quite a conservative audience. And you were like, well, don't worry about it. I. It was. You made it out. In, <laughs> bearing in mind, I was happy to talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, Maureen, you do exaggerate. I do not. Okay, fine. <laughs> right, let's edit that last bit out because it wasn't necessary. Okay, Alison, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I want to shout out a really per- nice thing happened this week. Uh, in all my years of doing stand-up, nobody has ever been this kind. The trains were messed up. What are the odds in this country that the trains were messed up? And I was going to go uh, work with Jen in Leicester. And I was in Newcastle the night before. And uh, the gentleman, Psychic Stu, I'm giving you a shout out. You are the nicest human I've ever met. Drove me from Newcastle to Leicester. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And then back. Turned so around like and a, went back. Yeah. It's like a seven hour round trip for this guy. <laughs> that is Quite honestly, the nicest thing anyone has ever done, ever, ever. So, yeah, angels, angels are out there, everyone. Angels oh, are out so there. so lovely. Yeah. It's so lovely that you, because yeah. the day had started so badly. I didn't have a great day either that day. I dropped my I? coffee. Oh, my God. I ripped was... my jeans. Remember? Oh, yes. I ri- that was a really you funny text you sent me. Jeans. <laughs> I ripped my jeans right on the crotch. Absolutely. Right, like, right, vertically. From thigh to anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is, quite a big hole there, wasn't there, Alison? There was. There was. <laughs> but fortunately, no one was looking there, so it didn't matter. Um, Alison, I very much enjoyed hanging out with you this week. I'm it sure was really we'll talk, fun. You know, we can chat more about it later. But essentially, yeah. all we're doing is comedy, so who cares? But let's find out for more and younger. More and younger. Uh, dear God, it is time to hear your be my money moment. I messaged Jen, I have just put olive oil in my eyes. <laughs> and I was like, sitting there going, why is it so blurred? I, I mean, you can't make this shit up, can you? <laughs> it was oh. fine in the end. But I wouldn't recommend it. No, you wouldn't recommend it, Maureen. <laughs> well, this time it's to do with the gig we did in Birmingham together. Now, oh. Jen, Jen's going to deny this, but she, she told me it was at the Alex. Right, Jen says she didn't. She did. Originally. I've never heard of this theatre. Anyway, you you Maureen has been telling me that I said to her to go to a theatre that up until the point of this end of this story, I didn't know existed. Anyway, moving swiftly on to my story. Um... <laughs> yes, well, you slander my name, Maureen. Please, if you're going to do it, accept the accept some responsibility. 
no. You, you did tell me it was the Alex. I anyway. can't have told you it was the Alex, Maureen. I don't know. I've never heard of that theatre. <laughs> I, I literally texted. Well, Alison, where did I tell you to go? Uh, yeah. Did uh, I tell you to go to a theatre that I didn't know existed? No. But no. I, I Google. I just Google it before I... No, anyways. Yeah. So in my head, it was the Alex. I yes, had friends in coming your on head, box. Maureen. In your head. <laughs> I had friends giving them comps. <sighs> I told them it was the Alex. Anyway, and Jen mentioned when we were in London, Birmingham, something about the town hall. We've got to go to the town hall. I thought, oh, I don't yes, know where we've got to go there. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, I, I thought we were going to the town hall on the way to the Alex. So I didn't really question. I was like, this is a bit weird. But anyway... She mentioned it once or twice, didn't really think about yes, it. Yes, I mentioned it once or twice <laughs> in that that is where we were going to do our performance. No, you didn't add that bit, but you just said the town hall. Anyway. Oh, my God. Why would I say we're going to the town hall? That's what I was asking. Show? That's what I was asking. Well, anyway. why didn't you ask me? Because I was like, oh, whatever. Anyway, we come out. We're going off to the town hall. We're going to the old. We're going to the town hall at the time of when the show starts. For and what then I reason, went, Maureen? And then I went. Oh, isn't it at the Alex? She went. No, it's at the town hall. I never told you it was the Alex. Anyway, basically the conversation we just had. Anyway, and I still had friends who were going to the Alex because I'd obviously messaged them to go to the Alex, and I should have told them straight away, but I didn't. I thought oh, I'll tell them when we get to the venue. Then we did a sound check. That was interesting. Then a guy came and gave us coffee. I thought oh, I better tell them. Luckily, one lot had already Googled it and realised it was a town hall. And the other bunch of friends, I didn't actually say the Alex. I said we were performing in Alexandria, which is a city in Egypt. <laughs> so they, they, they'd obviously realised that if we were going to perform in Egypt, we probably wouldn't go via New Street. So they, they Googled it as well. So <laughs> so basically, long story short, I told one person it, to one person it was the Alex. So another person it was a city in Egypt. And it was, in fact, the town hall. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, take deep breaths. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. why was he here? I yeah, I... I, uh, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Quite something, more. But look, you, um... It's good that you've had these conversations on your own, in your own head. Um, <laughs> I, I like that it was a real treasure hunt for your friends to find you. That's what I like. You got oh, friends even, all over Birmingham being like, there's a show in the city. Even better, one of the friends had her down as Nora. <laughs> That's not her name, so she couldn't get in. <laughs> Eventually we got her in, but yeah, that was... I, I want you to know that at no point have I been involved with any of this. Okay? <laughs> I, I have not been involved with any of this. Um, so yeah, I, 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 because I hadn't, you know, I, 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 cause I told you it was a town hall and I hadn't heard from you to say that you didn't know it was a town hall or you thought it was somewhere else. I just assumed you that you knew it was a town hall cause I'd, I'd done this thing of telling you and I didn't know that you didn't know that me telling you was me telling you. I thought that you knew that, but next time I'll tell you as I'm telling you that I'm telling you <laughs> so that you know that I've told you because otherwise if. I don't tell you I'm telling you. You obviously don't know that I've told you. So that was my mistake. I so see it was that your now. Fault. That it, I, 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 originally I didn't see it that way. Um, but now I see it that way. And, it, and you're right. I shall take full responsibility in future to make sure that I'm telling telling you I'm telling you what I'm telling you. Um, but um, Alison, you got there. Um, and that's I, you know what? Because I'm realizing my motto in life is trust no one, Google everything. I think that's uh, what I live by now. Too many people have a lot of stuff going on. I'm just like, I'm just going to double check. I'm just going to double check. Well, we've got two more shows, which I'm doing with Alison <laughs> and Maureen coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. I believe one is in Alexandria, which I'm really excited <laughs> about. <laughs> Actually, when, by the time this comes out, it's happening in the next couple of days or the next few days. Um, uh -huh. And I will endeavor, Maureen, to put it in writing to you to let you know exactly but one's a royal exchange isn't it yes well this is what i was going to do one is the royal exchange should we publicly say it now i'm so saying everyone... it publicly okay <laughs> and the other one is the nottingham playhouse and i'm just gonna because there's a, so that there's a public record yeah because what i've realized is that conversations i have with more in are ephemeral and they disappear and they into the ether as most conversations do and no one is aware there's no evidence to back up Anything that I'm saying, hence the conversation we were having earlier about how I ranted for 10 minutes, which was not true. Uh, <laughs> and now the Alex, the Alex Gate. We're going to call it Alex Gate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. The Alex Gate. Well, the Alexandrian Gate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, sounds like something you could pay to go and see. In Berlin or something. In Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> but not near New Street. 
Oh. Well, um, any... <laughs> how about, so that's quite a good Be More Maureen, I would say, this week, isn't it, Jill? Yeah, 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 yeah. You threw a lot of people off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a shitload of people thrown off by this week's month. <laughs> it's a good job I was with you because I would have been at the Alex going, where is yeah, everyone? Yeah, where is it? I've never heard of the Alexandria. I don't know why Jen told me to come to the Alexandria. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Patreon, well, everyone. There listen. we go. Um, being Maureen's friend is sometimes difficult, but we <laughs> plough on through. We, we get but there. We're always on the same page, Jen, isn't it? It's like, it's like magic. We're so good friends that we just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to all say anything. We don't need to say anything. We're no, it's it's like ESP, isn't it? It's ESP. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like about us. We just sort of like just picking up on each other's vibes. <laughs> I think Jen Jen keeps saying the town hall, but I know but what actually she, she means, means. The Alex. I know what she means. I know what she really wants. She wants the Alex. <laughs> We're going to Egypt. We're going to Egypt. <laughs> Maureen, once again, thank you very much awesome. for being with Maureen Moment. It was actually a bit of a classic. Uh, <laughs> very frustrating to listen to, actually, because <laughs> I was involved in this one. But <laughs> but anyway, nonetheless, thank you very much. Um, but it is time to turn once back more again to... Wow, that was almost English. <laughs> Alison June-Smith, and it's time to ask Alison... Take my advice, I ain't using it. Uh, this problem this week, I think, is particularly amazing. It slides right from what just happened. Uh, and uh, Again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not an official anything. I have no training. Please go if you uh, speak to real people. I have suggestions. I have things I've looked up on the internet. I've Googled it, everyone, like I do. Trust no one. Google everything. Okay, so uh, this week's problem is... <laughs> Living with a partner that is diagnosed with ADHD, which is why I do think it goes nicely. Um, so look, and this came from a personal friend of mine. Her husband has just been diagnosed with ADHD. I know there are a lot of adults right now being diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, and thus, it does affect two people if you're in a relationship. So uh, she was like... Uh, telling me about some of the things they've done to like just help him in his process and you know it, it, really interesting so I thought oh, there's a lot of people so here we go learning about ADHD um, and how it can affect your partner uh, this is an excellent place you got to start so once they've been diagnosed once you know look I can't learn about it you got to learn about it you got to as much as they're learning about it you got to learn about it you know it's interesting people with children will go to all these classes and then you know learn it you know because they want to but but if you're living with somebody, your partner, same thing, learn about it. The more you learn about it, the easier it's going to be to be able to communicate about what's going on, maybe how it's affected your lives. And it gives them some relief because finally they're like, oh, my God, okay, maybe this explains why it is that certain behaviors are happening. Um, and also, I think a lot of fights sometimes happen in relationships. So, like... Uh, Let's say sometimes, you know, certain people with ADHD, uh, time is a real problem. Running late is a real problem. And I, I know a lot of people get really agitated. They don't like it when their partners are late. But once you learn that it is something that is affecting them, it's like literally impairing them and making them unable to perform at, a, at your required level or at a certain required level. So then you can start to go, okay, how do we make this work then? You're not aggressively trying to piss me off. I understand. So I think the more you learn about it, the better. So learn about it. Help them find treatment. Look, treatment is always going to include probably like medication, skills training, psychotherapy, psychoeducation. Um, depending on the person, the needs are going to vary. So support them. The more you support them in that, the easier it's going to be. Support them. But here's one thing. Avoid parenting them. Often what I have heard about is in some situations, you know, some individuals who have trouble like, you know, having structure and, and then they get a partner who comes in and can provide some structure. You want to support them. You don't want to parent them because that will not work uh, long term. So help them to develop coping strategies. And I think this is really nice. Talk about how you're going to speak or or 
the things that you need to communicate. So then when you're talking about these things, it's not a fight. You know, you've pre-addressed it. Like uh, one thing, my friend's husband has trouble with transitioning. So if something's going on and there's a change in plans real fast, my friend will say, in about 30 minutes, we're going to have to go do this thing. And he'll go, thank you. They've discussed this. So he realizes she's not nagging. She is giving him the timer that he's like, I need those sort of indicators. It's been a big, like, fixer-upper thing. So that's a something to do. The more you talk, uh, the more you'll understand. Think about tasks in the house, division of labor. Is there something that they're really good at that they like to do? Get them doing that as opposed to trying to, you know, both fighting about who's going to do what. And if, The more you can just fairly divide who does what, does what better naturally, that's a good thing you can help someone out with. It's all about building self-confidence, um, being a positive, but again, open communication and really learning about ADHD. And I found two TikTokers that really opened up my mind to this. So I want to encourage people to go online and look. Now, they're on TikTok, but they're they're everywhere. It's called Rich and Rocks, ADHD Love. And they do a really good job of breaking up, like breaking down what what it's like because he doesn't have it and she has like pretty extreme ADHD. And I just love watching them. So Rich and Rock's ADHD love has given me a lot of insight into these things. So I highly recommend you just go. And there's so many things online right right now about it. But number one is communication. You'll figure out things. (laughs) But, you know, this is a condition. Don't punish people. They're, they're learning and you're learning. And how lucky are we that we all get to live in a time where we get to know all of our beautiful neurodivergent brains. So that's my advice. Oh, Alison, thank you very much. Um, I think what you said at the top is really interesting as well about um, if we have children that are, uh, you know, neurodiv- neurodiverse and we, yeah. we go straight in and we're doing all the yeah, research we're be the we're best to find out as much as we can to be the best possible parents but not that's not necessarily something that we do for our partners but um yeah i think the more you know the more you can support and also the better it will be for your relationship and for uh each other not just yeah. for not just for your partner but for you as well so and yeah, for both- people around you because of her awareness she points things out to me i didn't realize that i have a bad time with change if plans change I get worked up. I never even noticed it. And then she's like, did you ever notice you you get like that? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow. Yeah. So it's interesting. The more we all learn about it, the more, I guess it's just a good rule of life. Like just. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then also it just, you know, it's sort of, Helps with the old empathy if you have a better understanding of one another. Yeah. And that we don't uh, um, think that everyone's brain works the same way like as ours. our brains yeah. do. Or that there's um, a brain that everyone's brain should work like. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's some blueprint of how uh, our brains should be or how we should behave or react in particular situations. So, yeah, I think that's great advice, Alison. And, um, and a top tip for all of us, whether or not your partner... Um, has just been diagnosed with ADHD or not. It, it's uh, yeah. it's great advice. Alison, thank you so much. My pleasure. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. WTB listeners, just a little note to say. Uh, please do pre-order my special, The Optimist, which is out on the 21st of November. You can pre-order it now. It will also come with an audio version of my previous show, Under Privilege. It's through £800 Gorilla, and you can get it uh, and find out all the information in the show notes or on my website or on my Instagram or on my Facebook. Hi, WTB listeners. I don't have a special coming out, and I'm not going on tour, at least not for the moment, due to popular demand. But I do have a book and it's Christmas so come on what more could you want it's uh, called Prisons of My Life it's the main character in a lot of the short stories is somebody called M. God knows who she could be just my vivid imagination at play again and you can get it via Amazon link will be in the show notes hey UK WTB listeners uh, I am so excited as I am going on my very first UK tour take a look at my website and see when my show Little Smith Sunshine might be coming to you uh, starting in January February, um, and I'm sure I'm going to add more dates. Speaking of which, if you want me to come to you, let me know where you think I should perform next. You can get tickets at my website, www.alisonjunesmith.com, and that will be in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to meet you all. Sorry, Alison, I'm distracted by the fact that Maureen appears to be drinking double cream. I'm not drinking double What are you drinking? It's a cafe latte. Oh, thank God. I, oh. Sorry, <laughs> Alison, let's be honest. It wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility that Maureen is chugging on some double cream. <laughs> it is time now to go to something a bit more pr- frivolous. Wow, uh, words are really... <laughs> <laughs> Not I my like friend. Frivolous. Do you like frivolous? It was like okay. a privileged frivolous. A privilege. It's actually that's exactly it is. I mean, this whole frivolity comes with privol- privilege, which is frivolity, which is actually a new word that you'll find in the dictionary if you um, write it in. If you write it in, <laughs> <laughs> and feel free to include that in the Collins gem. Um, but it is time to find out what we have all been looking at with our eyeballs and taking in with our earballs, and what we will now talk about with our tongue balls. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. have never okay. <laughs> I'm sorry okay, Tongue Jen. balls is too tongue much balls. of an image <laughs> Not a phrase I ever thought you'd say Jen But anyway yeah, um... Jen, Tongue balls <laughs> I like the way that Alex is actually dry retching <laughs> He just did a little He just did like a little dry retch gag oh, but, Anyway never mind. Sorry Maureen go on Well I actually went to the Austrian Cultural Forum last week And I went to watch <laughs> Don't Total... you know <laughs> Don't you know <laughs> I went to watch Total Recall. Oh, Yay! right. Okay, well, that one cancelled out the other there. So. <laughs> anyway, for those who don't know, it's based on a, a short story by Philip K. Dick, who's a great science fiction writer. And it tells the story of an ordinary Joe, or is he, uh, called Doug, played by Schwarzenegger. And he's, though, you know, he's got a great wife, or is she? Uh, is she? Sharon Stone, who looks very hot in this, I have to say. And oh, he's... Yeah. And he's bored and he decides this is set in the future at some point. And in, in these days you can receive an implant. Instead of going on holiday, you can just get an implant. So you don't have to go on holiday, but you can have the memories for it. So he decides he wants to go to Mars and he wants to be a, a secret agent. And then something goes wrong, right, while he's there. And um, he finds the adventure really happening. Or is it? And um, as agents... <laughs> As agents tried to prevent him from discovering his past as a Martian secret agent, or was he? And um, he becomes involved in fighting. F- I mean, you're not going to understand the film after this, but who cares? He becomes involved no, in fighting agree. for or against, who knows? Yeah. The script writer, the script writer knows, to be honest. The script writer knows. I'm, regime, Warren, I'm so invested. I am. I'm so am. invested in this. The regime of Martian dictator Kohagen. And honestly, it's lots of fun. There's a great plot. There's lots of twists. There's a large, large body count. It's done before CGI. Um, 
there's some great one-liners, particularly when he kills one of the big baddies. And it's set in the future, but obviously everyone's dressed as if it's the late 80s, which is weird. And um, both Schwarzenegger, uh, Sharon Stone and Michael Marsden are great. Totally recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's a fantastic Quaid. movie. Quaid. Quaid. Yes. Quaid. Maureen, listening to you talk about... <laughs> I can't believe I've Total just heard Recon. you talking about Total Recall like it was some sort of obscure German expression of movie or something. <laughs> it, it, I mean, at one point, doesn't a woman have three tits? Oh, yeah. yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's a prostitute with three tits. Yeah. There's yeah. a lady of the evening who has so three... Remember that, Jen? And... Um... <laughs> hard to forget it's hard to forget because like you said it's not cgi so everything was like handmade the scene where he's again this is not a visual medium i'm sorry but you know the the sound when he's yeah yeah oh it's so good it's such a great movie i did it's such a long time honestly because it's austrian cultural forums i haven't been saying this to a spanish artist you know as you do and i was like Animated, I've ever seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was the only one who jumped. I said, My Honestly, friend Steph, go on. This is unsettling. Yeah, I love it. I'm so, I love this. Because it's on border, it's sci- sci fi, border horror. So it's really yeah, yeah. interesting for you to be telling me about this. Because I, oh. I, I kind of know it. So there was, when it, when it was happening, I was like, Oh, I know what happens next. But it is actually a really good movie. Um, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah, got such I, a great, I, it's got great, it's got great plot Because I was like, Oh, is he? Is he? Is he? Oh, and I, is it's he? like, oh, is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably one of his um, uh, better films. Iconic. Yeah. One of the iconic yeah, ones. You know, because yeah. it's, it's definitely, it was definitely had some twists and turns to it. And it wasn't just like, oh, <laughs> you know, like. Um, yeah, you had, like, like, you had to act. You had to act a little bit. I, yeah. wouldn't say, I think act is perhaps over egging it a bit. It means, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't. You know, Schwarzenegger is very good. He knows what he is, and he, you know, the part suits him to the ground. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got th- he's got three emotions, and one of those I'm pretty sure is constipation. Um, <laughs> but but it's very watchable, Maureen. If 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 is it is it? Can you stream it anywhere? I don't suppose um, you know. I, I haven't checked, but I'm sure you can. Probably. I, I'm pretty sure. Just just uh, Google Total Recall. And watch and that one with Arnold. Don't watch the remake. I really like. Oh, did they do the remake? A remake? Yeah, isn't there a remake of Total Recall? Alex, Why I'm not alone, you... right? There's a remake of Total Recall. Oh, yeah, thank you. I yeah, did not know. Yeah, there that. is. Do you know, oh, certain, don't watch that. There's certain films like they, there was a remake of High Noon. It's like certain films just leave leave them alone. Do you know what I mean? I, exactly, Maureen, and I feel the same way about Total Recall. I love that we are bonding over these things right now. If you like a film, <laughs> if you like a film, you don't want it to be remade, do you? No. Yeah. Awesome, Maureen. What that was a. I was slightly blindsided by that um, recommendation by <laughs> Me you. Too. I, I, I sort of, I feel like I feel slightly off kilter, but equally, thank you very much for your recommendation. And actually, I, I, I would. I'm about to go back on the road again, and I think I need to watch. Sometimes it's nice to watch a film that you've seen before, but maybe you haven't seen it for a very long time. Yeah, I think just that's enjoy something it. That yeah. yeah, it's a really I enjoyable that's... movie. That's that's what you want sometimes. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out again. So. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Maureen. Um, so Chloe and I, I, I don't know how we started watching this again. I think it was because I thought, okay, so basically we watched True Detective uh, oh, yeah. season three. Now, I've, I've, I've watched the original, the first season, whenever it came out years ago. Oh, that was good. Really enjoyed it. Tried season two. And for whatever reason, Chloe and I couldn't, just couldn't get into it. We tried it again. Couldn't get into it. So I said, because every series is a completely different story. You don't yeah. have to watch them, like, you know, in all, in any particular order. So um, we watched season three. Now, the reason why we watched season three was because I they were advertising it on now that they were advertising season four with Jodie Foster. And I was like, oh, that looks really good. And it looks very dark and creepy. And I thought, yeah, I want to watch that. Anyway, they were just... It was just a trailer. <laughs> so it's not out until January. So I was, I was like, I can't believe it. So we were, like, we were like, okay, well, let's try watching season three. So we did. And this came out originally a while ago now. I think it was 2017. In fact, oh, no, it came out in 2019. It wasn't that long ago. But um, uh, it's set in the Ozarks. It's set over three different decades. Um, and it's um, 
uh, it's two detectives are investigating a crime involving two missing children. Um, I'm not going to say any more than that about that. And it's set, uh, part of it is in the 80s, part of it is in the 90s, and part of it is present day. And it switches from decade to decade the whole way through the series and through every episode. So you will see the journey of each of these detectives, their relationships, you know, um, how this case has affected them, how this case has affected each other and, and where they are, not just in their careers, but in their relationship with each other and their relationship with other people. So it's as, it's as much about them and their lives as it is about these children um, and trying to solve the mystery of these children. And part of it, uh, the main uh, detective, I mean, they're, they're, they're played uh, by um, Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff. Um, yeah, it's, it's and also um, Carmen uh, Ijogo plays um, Mahershala's uh, wife in it. And she's also fantastic, very watchable, um, brilliant actor. Uh, but also she's <clears throat> incredibly beautiful. So that really does hold the eye. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's a side note. Um, so yeah, it, it's it. Uh, uh, look, it's it's really this. It's kind of convoluted. It's kind of complicated. Uh, you sort of trying to figure out. You're trying to figure out what's happening uh, with all of these different characters, plus the family that are related to the children. Um, they leave a lot of clues, a lot of crumbs along the way, trying to help you. You know, solve it along with these um, detectives. In the present day, the the detective that is played by Mahashala Ali is um, he has dementia, so you see him having these sort of um, almost uh, hallucinations where he's so you don't know if he's if these are actual memories or if he's hallucinating. He can hear people talking to him in the present, like his wife who has died. She talks to him in the present and sort of almost gives him clues, but I think she almost acts as his subconscious. You know, when you your subconscious has buried stuff in mm -hmm. and she goes have you thought about this and it's almost like she's pulling out these memories that he has buried or he has overlooked but are now coming out to the to the forefront of his mind and yeah it's 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 watchable i, I it's one of those ones where you go wow you, you created quite a web here and now we've got to the end and uh yeah i mean seems fairly straightforward do, do you know what i mean when you get to the end and you go oh oh right okay yeah well i mean that does actually make complete sense but also did we need this did we need the seven ep i feel like we could have wrapped this up episode one yeah but the acting is really good and uh it's quite it's quite nice to watch stephen dorf on screen again because i have, don't think i've seen him on anything for such a long time what was that vampire film he was in Am I am I making that up? Was there not a vampire film he was in? No. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> like, what, what, what vampire? Was it not like a vampire film with um? Oh, Blade. 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 That's it. Blade. Is that not vampires? What is that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is vampires. <laughs> See, you're wrong. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember seeing it, Stephen Dorff in anything since then. But he's he's a great actor. He really is. He's brilliant in it. And so is Mahashala Ali. He's brilliant in it. And it's it's kind of odd because you, you do enjoy it. But mm, I don't know if I could recommend it. Sometimes, you know, when the ending's disappointing, it was a bit like a line of duty, wasn't it? When it, you find out who oh. H was and you're like, what? I really was annoyed with that. But we've, I mean, I know I kind of wagged on about that at the time. But it, it not, it's not quite as disappointing in that because the investment in that show was how many series did we oh, watch? Oh, yeah, it was about four, four or five series. Yeah. I, I think mean, we watched five series, didn't we? And it Whereas was brilliant. Is, yeah. It, and it was brilliant and it was thoroughly entertaining. But yeah, at the end, I was like, you. No, it can't be. You should have known who H was before we got to the end. <laughs> if that was H. If that was H, we. <laughs> We should have known episode I mean, one. We should have, yeah, I mean, for heaven's sake. Um, it, that's how it was with this. But um, I've because it, the first series, and if you haven't seen the first series um, and you're listening, uh, well, obviously you are listening, otherwise you wouldn't hear these words. Um, <laughs> dude, watch it if you haven't watched it. Yeah, have you that was Woody Harrelson was... and Matthew McConaughey, wasn't it? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And it was absolutely outstanding yeah. in television probably you know hbo does deliver some of the best tv it just does 
the script was incredible. And I think series one of True Detective was out of this world and completely was one of my favourite series um, on HBO, frankly. Um, but just that one series, really, because I think since then, I, like I said, I couldn't get on with series two and series three was a bit near. But if you haven't seen series one, then don't worry with series three or series two. <laughs> Just watch the first series because it's absolutely fantastic. But anyway, that's what I've been watching. And um, it was a bit disappointing because I was kind of, both Chloe and I were waiting for this. <gasps> we sort of knew it was coming because we were like, they haven't tied enough of the strings up here. So we've only got one ep left. So it's got to be something reasonably simple. And it was. Alison, talk to us about <laughs> the horror that lies beneath. Yeah. Okay, well, this is interesting. So, uh, I th I was reading. I was I started to think about okay, movies about horror movies about ADHD, and I was googling that. And what kept coming up was how a lot of individuals who have ADHD are drawn to horror movies uh, because it seems to be one of the only movies that keeps them engaged because there's so much tension and there's so much that it is actually like a lot of people tend to get distracted. They can't fall. And I was thinking that I was like, Oh my God, that's why I don't watch a lot of TV series because I just can't stay invested. So I was like, okay, so Googling, you know, horror movies, ADHD. And you know, what came up was the IMDB list of movies most recommended for ADHD, um, people with ADHD. So I'm just going to choose the horror movies off of that list. Ready? Here we go. Ooh. IMDb's horror movie choices. Now, some of these, yes, I have said. Uh, the Thing. The Thing. Excellent. Oh. If you're, yeah. I'll go with the original. I like the original. You can watch the remake, fine, but I'm a big fan of the original. Shaun of the Dead, as we have said before. Oh, yeah. So funny, funny as well as, yeah, a really exciting. Just has got the energy. Uh, Alien. The original Alien. We oh, that's I watched that. I watched that again recently, didn't Did I? Did you? Yeah. yeah, I watched yeah. it because um, it's on BBC iPlayer. Well, it was. I don't know if it still is. So yeah. I watched that again recently. It, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. In, in, in much the same way that I think I will if I watch Total Recall again. Because I'd sort of forgotten oh. quite a lot of it. You forget bits, don't you? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember the story. Bits, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the last one, the irony of this. Are you ready? <laughs> Blade. <laughs> isn't that great i was like that works out great Alison, when i was saying earlier stephen dorff was in a vampire movie and you looked at me blankly why did you come straight can out I with tell blade you, I, while we were i let you care and then i googled stephen dorff because i forgot who he was and then i saw his face i was like oh yeah yeah he's in it yeah but i wanted to save that for yeah that's fun hey isn't that yeah. fun adhd that all ties in yeah <laughs> We didn't even mean to do that, everyone. No, yeah, that's no. great. Very good, very good. Yeah. So three classics there, and actually something for everyone. Yeah. There was four. Was it? Was it four? Was it? Oh. it might have been four. Yeah. Oh, was it four? I beg the part. thing, Shaun of the Dead, Thing, Alien, Shaun of the Dead, and oh, and Blade. Alien. Sorry, yeah. and Blade. Oh, and four. Seven's on here. Actually, I missed Seven. Oh, Seven, seven. is a great horror that's movie a good as well. Movie. Seven's a great, great story. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Seven is also, and actually, I think Seven. Maureen, if you've seen Seven, I've it's, seen a lot, seven. it's a lot creepier than a lot of the movies that Alison recommends. I Genuinely. Agree. I agree. Yeah. If you Genuinely, can handle Seven. I think, yeah. I think Seven is a lot more, like horror-wise, is a lot more. Um, I remember watching it in the cinema. It's, it really creeped the living crap out of me. Yeah. Um, anyway, brilliant suggestions. Absolute bangers. Thank you very much, Alison, for your yeah. more than one horror recommendation. We've got, we got four for the price of one. Hey. Huh? Yeah. Huh? See what we're doing here? You're getting your value, value. for money. Yeah. Value. <laughs> Say value for money. It's free. But there you go. Um, Maureen. Well. How are you? Oh, well. No, I haven't done it. Oh, yeah. I haven't done it. You've got to remember that I have to do this bit. Every We've been doing this every week for, for three years. I introduce you and I say cultural corner and then you talk. Okay. Okay. All right. Look at her. She's... Right, here we go. And now it is time to turn back to Maureen Younger, who has a corner and it has been cultured. And we've had to get the chemists in. <laughs> of course, it's the corner time that is often cultural, but sometimes just batshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you're going to like this. This is uh, in the in the vein of Total Recall. I'm doing science fiction films that may not be classics, but they're maybe a bit naff. But you know, on a Sunday afternoon when it's raining, and you just want to sit in front of the telly 
eat a sandwich or some crisps. Obviously, I would be eating healthy food, Jen, because obviously I'm on a health kick. But um, these, <laughs> <laughs> these are the type of... So these are these films, and they're from my childhood. Um, well, obviously before my childhood, because as we know, I'm 38, and these are from the 70s. But anyway, um, the first one is Logan's Run. I don't know if you know that. Yes, Oh, yeah, course. Logan's Run. Don't turn 30. Yeah. yeah. Don't turn 30. Yeah. Sorry, my Everyone at 29. Con- no, 30, like... 30. Yeah, but at 29, you have to go on the run, don't you? Yeah, no, 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 no. So Michael York and Jenny Agata are in it. Uh, so Farrah Force and Peter Ustinov. And it's set sometime in the future. And what's left of humanity lives in a sealed city beneath a lot of domes. And, and it's apparent utopia run by a computer. This is obviously before people had to deal with computers on a daily basis, because if you did, you know that was never going to work out. But anyway, the, the people just enjoy themselves. It seems like it's a great society. And then when they reach the age of 30, they have to go on the carousel. And they're told they will be renewed. But in fact, they're actually killed. And I remember watching it when I was young, like a child, thinking, well, you're 30, you're ancient. Do you know what I mean? Now I have a slightly different perspective about being killed at 30. <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. Um, and uh, and then they have these people called... Um, oh, yeah, and you get in your hand... Oh, well, as you probably don't need to know that for the film. But anyway, they have these runners who go after... So people who don't go on the carousel and try to escape are called runners. And they have people called sandmen who pursue them and then kill them. And Michael York is one of the sandmen. He's killed a lot of people. But now he's turning 30. So he's about to be killed. And so that's what... that's. He goes on the run. So that's what it is. But it's a, if, if you remember, it's a really great movie. Did you? Yeah, I've seen it about three or four times. I've yeah. seen it. It used to be on telly all the time. All the time. But I thought he did go on the run. At he 29. did go. He did. He, no, he goes on the run because he's he's about to get killed because he's coming to 30. Oh, because he is 30. He, yeah. When you oh, get, right. when you hit 30, you get killed. Right. Because they don't want they don't want they don't want the, to be overpopulated. So they just get rid of 30. And to be honest, it sounds like conservative, probably in the conservative manifesto. I mean, <laughs> that's not far off, everyone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, we're laughing, but if, it's if, probably quite... If Suella Braverman becomes the next conservative leader, oh you can my. guarantee that, so that would be... Absolutely Logan's She'd be run. advocating that. You know, that's a really good idea, isn't it? Anyway, <sighs> uh, the next one is The Time Machine. I'm talking about the 1960 version, not the Guy Pearce version from 2002. And it's based on a, a story by H.G. Wells. And it stars Rod Taylor, who also had a bit of a crush on. He was an Australian actor, best known for The Birds. He's the lead actor in The Birds. Oh, oh. I, that was a film that creeped me out. Oh, well. yeah, that is re- that is a really creepy film. And in it, it's Victorian England. And he's an inventor and he constructs a time machine. And I don't know if it's in the book or not, but they've got a very clever way of showing him going through the future. And that his house is opposite uh, like a clothes shop for women. And there's a dummy in the window. And you just see all the clothes changing over the years. Oh. You know, it's a really clever way of doing it. And, you know, he gets very excited when it's the 60s and they're in minis, uh, mini skirts. And then he goes into the future future where uh, humanity is divided into two species, the childlike Eloy, and they're vegetarians as well, and the Marlock, Morlocks, who aren't vegetarian because they feed on the Eloy. And he ends up with the Eloy and his time machine is gone. <gasps> anyway. Or, or is it? Sorry, or is I it? Just... <laughs> I'm loving the callbacks, guys. I'm loving the callbacks. <laughs> and then the third set of films is a starred one of my first, I think it probably was my first ever crush, which was Doug McClure, who used to be Trampus in The Virginian. I used to fancy Doug McClure like mad. American actor, I used to have a poster of his that I cut out of a magazine over my bed, stuck to the wallpaper. Anyway, uh, the first one is The Land That Time Forgot, which is from 1974, and it's got a very British cast, apart from Doug McClure. You've got John McHenry, Keith Barron, and Susan Penaligan. If you're British in a certain age, those names will ring a bell. And um, they, Doug and Doug McClure and Susan Penhaligan find themselves on a German U-boat, you know, as you do during World War One. And to make matters worse, they land on an uncharted subcontinent called Caprona, where dinosaurs still roam alongside primitive human beings. And so you've got Doug McClure having to deal with the dinosaurs and the Germans. So basically, he's a very busy man. And then, <laughs> this is before CGI, so the, the monsters might... Not look that realistic, that's oh, all I'm saying. But it's, it's awesome. from the 1970s. And then he did the Earth's Core with Peter Cushing, great horror actor. And again, it's a strange land, prehistoric times, and this time you're flying reptiles with mind control skills. <laughs> Sounds about right. What? Yeah, something we all should be worried about. Same with like <laughs> that fluoride and, you know, microchips in our brains <laughs> and 5G. And then you've got the people that time forgot which is a sequel to The Land That Time Forgot. 
And it follows a rescue expedition, expedition led by Patrick Wayne in search of his friend, played by Doug McClure. And they again, they land on Caprona, Caprona, and you get the idea. There's an adventure. Yeah, there's an adventure. But yeah, they're kind of great. They you know. I think they're really enjoyable movies. I really like them. Yes, they. I mean, they sound great, Moin. Uh, I've absolutely no idea how anyone would get to watch those, but maybe <laughs> if you are, live near the BFI, pop in and. Um... Oh, they could be on YouTube. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. True. true. True, true. Yeah, they could be on YouTube. Uh, I don't ever even think to look on YouTube. I know. Moore, and you're very good at reminding Because there are there a is... lot of movies on There's YouTube. There's lots of movies yeah. on YouTube, yeah. Sometimes they don't stay up there for that long. Have you noticed that? That, they, that somebody, they get uploaded and then they get taken down. And... Mm. But it, yeah, yeah, there could be stuff up there. So take a look. But those are all classics if you are. You might have remembered them the first time around if you were not Maureen, obviously, but somebody... <laughs> um, <laughs> Older than 38. Um, well, older than 48, actually, to be, to be fair. Maureen, thank you very much for your cultural corner. I'm always amazed that you managed to come up with something every week because it is, must be really hard. It's getting harder and harder. I mean, <laughs> at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is so easy. Now I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? <laughs> I know, but I have to say, you always come up with the goods and I'm always very impressed. Um <laughs> So thank you very much. I really think we've gotten along today, Maureen, in this episode. We've had a lot of, like, there have been a lot of, like, you know, uh, kindred moments between us. It makes me really happy. Maybe I should do German silent movies next week or something. Oh, God. I'm out then. I'm out. I'm out. We are doing so Allison, well. I was we're like, all out. Oh, we're yeah. all out. Mind you, uh, if they're German and they're silent, who, 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 it who cares matter, if they're German? It? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know they were? Anyway, uh, so we look, we've had a lot of fun moments, but uh, away with the fun. Away with the fun. What? What is making <laughs> Let's talk us... to Jen. <laughs> no, I want to know. What's, what's getting your goat, Jen? Don't judge me. Now, you're going to be judging me now, but bloody well wait, okay? This is terrible, isn't it? That's what's got my goat. And, and, and do you know who I blame? Society. <laughs> Alison, thank you very much for <laughs> signalling that the fun has ended and no more fun to be had in this podcast. <laughs> it's some serious stuff that we're going to be talking about in this section of the podcast. Um, what has been getting my goat? Basic manners, actually. Um, basic manners. Just want people to have basic manners. Is that too much to ask? A little bit of respect, a little bit of... You know, uh, just being conscientious, taking care, just uh, just noticing somebody outside yourself. Is that too much? I think that's not too much to ask. I think we're living in a time now where that's really, we're losing it a little bit. We're losing the basic, basic respect for one another. Uh, I mean, I if I'm going to be specific, okay, fine. All right, okay, you, you forced my hand. You forced my hand and I'm going to have to be specific. Um, Alison and I um, performed, uh, I'm not going to say when because it doesn't matter. In the past, we've performed together in a venue. It, it, we're not going to mention where and, and when because it doesn't matter. But this venue, wow, was one of the worst places. I Not facilities wise, actually. And the space was beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a space to perform in. Lovely. But actually, wow, wow, we. It was something, wasn't it, Alison? We arrived, okay, we arrived. No one met us. Um, I said to them, I'm doing a show here. And a woman said to me, I uh, verbatim, so. And I said, um, right, okay, it's just I, I don't know where to go and there's no stage door. And she went, well, go to reception then. And I said, oh, thank you so much for your assistance and and help. Uh, so she worked behind the bar. So she was like, why the fuck are you asking me? I was like, I didn't know you worked behind the bar. You came out of a door with a headset on. Yep. That looked very important to me. Anyway, she went to the bar, uh, muttering under her breath. I made my way to reception, which was <laughs> manned by somebody that was probably between 11 and 13 years old. I would age. definitely say the, that age range, yeah. She didn't know what was going on, oh, bless her. No. She didn't, did she? She, did. she didn't know what was going on. I had to fill in a lot of forms, so many, many, many forms, uh, signings and formings and signings and formings. But then I was given a code, um, 
uh, a fob, which I was told if I lose this fob, £25, by the way, if you lose this fob. I was like, okay, I think I can hang on to it. It's Don't on the give me the fob. Right? Yeah. Uh, then you've got to go up a lift. Then you've got to go around a corridor. Then there's a code on the dressing room door. Fine. Okay. Finally make my way into the dressing room. Alison is also in the dressing room. Alison says to me, um, oh, and I ask a question when I'm there. I said, so uh, who do we talk to about doing a sound check? And she said, I don't know. And I said, oh, okay, does any does anybody know? She said, I'll find out. I said, oh, okay, great. I said, what should I do? She goes, well, if you just go to the dressing room. I said, okay, fine, 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 fine. So I get to the dressing room. I said to Alison, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to get into the theatre. I don't know where the sound check is. We're at sound check time. The audience are going to be let in in half an hour. Alison's like, I said, did they say anything to you? Alison, what did they say to you? They said, uh, no, you're here early. The stage manager isn't here yet. Go to your, uh, it's, it's, go to your dressing hour, room. This is an hour and a half before the show. Bearing in mind, we never meet the stage manager. There isn't a stage manager, there, actually. In reflection, there is, there is no... There is no stage manager. So I said to Alison, look, we've got to do this sound check because if we don't do this sound check, we can't get into the theatre because the audience will be in. And I don't think anyone's coming for us. So we make our way down. I forget my lanyard, so I'm locked out of my <laughs> classic brister. Um, I'm already, um, I don't know if you can imagine what my energy is. It's quite pissed off. Quite oh, I could feel it. It was, it was. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. I was like, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable that no, that I'm not being told anything. That no one has come to meet me. And it's a big venue. It's not like it's, some small little venue with. It's a huge, huge venue. venue. Yeah. And I was like, no one. We don't even have water. Nothing. Like, there's not even a glass of water. Nothing. Nothing. So um, we go down. We finally uh, we're asking people. Do you know how to we get into the theatre? The information that we get from reception is wrong, isn't it? So we go back to reception. She could tell us how to get into the theatre. She said, if you go around to door number two, there is no door number two. <laughs> anyway, we ha- we stop a random woman, don't we, who yeah. is an usher or something. And she's like, oh, I don't know what door number two is. I don't know what she's talking about. I said, I was like, can 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 I get into the theatre to do this sound check? She went, oh, yeah, sure. If you come into this door, that'll get you into the theatre. I went, will it be backstage? She went, no. I went, doesn't matter. Just get us in the room. So we walk in. There's two guys standing on a stage. We're like, hi. Uh, and they're, they're standing like, there like looking at us like they've been waiting. That's the thing that really annoys me. They're standing there like. <laughs> anyway, long story short. <laughs> long story short, we did the sound check, blah, 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 blah. And then I finally get up back up to the dressing room. But bearing in mind. And then I say, is anyone going to come and see us? I said, can I get a, because a, 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 I need a, a I need a an iron, I need an ironing board, blah, blah, blah. It's some water, anything like that. They're like, oh, well, that's not our job. You know, we're sound and lights guys. We're like, oh, fucking hell. I said, well, you know, if, if we could get a... He said, look, well, I'll sort you out with a uh, an ironing board. Fine. No, we don't get any water. We don't get any water ever in the whole way through the show. Not, not a glass of water on stage. Not, not even tap water. Not even a glass. Not even a receptacle with which we could then get water. Fortunately, Alison gives me a bottle of her water because she's a kind human being uh, and she can see that she needs to douse the flames of this burning anger. Um, the guy comes in with an ironing board. I kid you not. No I go iron. put the ironing board. No, the iron's there. I put it up. It immediately collapses so that it is below my knees. I can't get it to stand up. It will not stand up because it's broken. So I have to iron my clothes you know, obviously the cable's not that long. It's down to my... <laughs> I'm ironing my clothes. I've got to do like like a square centimetre at a time <laughs> because the cord isn't long enough. I'm doing a, a little tiny corner of my trousers there Then I have to move my trousers down. Then I do another little tiny corner. At this point, I think I'm going to explode. Just to say, nobody ever speaks to us the entire time. Still, so we, we still do... haven't been spoken to from that. No one, like... has, no one has seen us. No one has said hello. No one has said, can I get you anything? No one has said, bearing in mind that the only reason that there is like about 700 people in that theatre is because of us. Yeah. 
We are doing a show. Yeah. We are not acknowledged the entire time we are there. From start to finish. Walk in, leave. Walk in. No one has assisted us. Walk in. No one says anything. Leave. No one says anything. I get told off by security guard for having a selfie in front of the lift. With people that were excited. Yeah. You can't do that in here. Sorry. Sorry. What do you think you're doing? You can't do that. You've got to go outside and do that. I said, well, we'll just have a little cheeky selfie here. And he's like, no, 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 no. I was like. Oh, okay. my God. God forbid that we... He goes, this is a health and safety. This is a fire exit. I went, oh, my God. <laughs> this corridor is really wide. And if there's a fire, I don't think anyone's going to be sticking around for a selfie. <laughs> I think they'll leave. I'm, I, know, I know I'm quite popular at, at my own shows, but I'm not that popular. <laughs> I'm just not. When you <sighs> sent me the, the WhatsApp message, it did make me laugh. Oh. When it's... you told me about it, it was very funny. Yeah. Well, it... Uh, it Maybe not for you, but it was funny reading it. <laughs> anyway, that's what got my go. I said to Alison, I said, it's quite unbelievable to go to a theatre and for nobody to acknowledge your existence when you're doing a show there. <laughs> it is the most... It really I mean, keeps you humble. Is, it really keeps you humble. It's a show manager, isn't it? Particularly in a space that big. I mean... Or front of house. Just to come in and say, have you got everything you need? Can I ask you a few questions? What? How do you feel about latecomers? How do you feel about yeah. this? How do you... Da, 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 da. Nothing. Unbelievable. Anyway, I was raging. Raging. <laughs> I just couldn't even... I was so passive-aggressive with those poor sound and lights guy, wasn't I? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did feel a bit bad about that. It wasn't their fault. They're just doing their job. And um, but it was it was all fine because the show was so fun and the audience were absolutely delightful yeah. as as I knew they would be. Um, and so it was actually one of my favourite shows of the tour. <laughs> but the, honestly, um, I, I was talking about it as you can imagine, and and, and actually in this occasion, Maureen, I was talking about it for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and and Alison's going to jump in and go. It's longer than that. I, I, it's all right though. I. It's been it's been two days for me. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that made me feel better is you know sometimes you get cross about something and people are like, "Why are you? Come on, it's not that." Yeah, bad. yeah, Why yeah. You, don't get your knickers in a twist. But it was what was really great was Alison went, "No, that is this is fucked up." Because I went, "Is this fucked up or am I completely mental?" And you were like, "No, no, this yeah, is totally this is, fucked up." I, uh, yeah, no. One. So thank God for you, Alison. <laughs> We found our way there. We found our way to the performance. We uh, Once the show was over, I said, you and I, because sometimes Alison doesn't really want to have a drink, but I was like, you and I, we're going for a drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's drink. Okay. Alison was like, okay, I guess we're having a drink. <laughs> it was fun though. Oh. Uh, anyway, that's what got my goat. And uh, uh, thank you for listening. Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTV, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Oh, you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. Well, that did. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.